What happens when bunny bees pollinate cabbages with magic crystals? You get the mega phenomenon known as Cabbage Patch Kids. Hit it. It was 1982. Conan the Barbarian popularized sword and sorcery. Hall and Oates couldn't go for that. And Colico began mass producing the Cabbage Patch Kids line. I'm your host, Jerry D, with another episode of Totally Rad Christmas, the podcast that talks all things Christmas in the 80s. Toys, movies, specials, music, and fads. If it was gnarly during Christmas in the 80s, we got it covered. Now joining me is a very special guest, Julia Colburn. You might know her as the most popular of the hosts of the of the Way Awesome Tis the Podcast podcast. Julia, how's it going? <laughs> it's going good. I I cannot escape the who's your favorite host <laughs> stigma, and I I opt out. I straight up I'm I like to refer to myself as the girl host on Tis the Podcast because I do claim that one because I can. You can, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so happy to be here with you tonight, Jerry. Well, thank um, you. Um, thanks for coming. Jerry's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we talk about Jerry all the time at Tis the Podcast because you're so active in our communities and you're so funny and you're so opinionated. Feedback. I mean, I love it. And you like like all of the cool stuff that that we all like on the podcast too. Hence the birth of your podcast. Exactly. So and it, it really is because stuff. of y'all that I started doing this. So uh, I have to thank you for that. Now, oh, I love that. Oh, your theme song. is just, I love your theme song, by the way. Oh, <laughs> thanks. Love, it makes me happy listening to it. I can't not dance. So. Oh, well, I appreciate <laughs> it. I, I need to, I need to change the mix a little bit. To me, it's, it's not mixed very well, but uh, my daughter actually heard it and she wrote like some verses herself and she has like her own little voice memo on <laughs> on the iPad. So now I'm thinking oh I might turn gosh. it into like a whole full song and just use her. <laughs> you must. Yeah. You have to. So maybe <laughs> it's a project, but that probably won't be for a while. <laughs> right. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Here we go. Before we get into our subject, I did want to say, so um, I had Anthony and um, Tom on here. They, they posed the question, which one of them is Heat Miser and which one of them is Snow Miser? They they both unanimously agreed that uh, you were definitely Mother Nature. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> I totally I totally believe that. But it was. Uh, I think. Oh, I mean, what did did y'all decide who was Heat Miser and well, who was Snow Miser? Well, they each gave an answer, and I was just um, just curious to see what you think, and then I'll tell so, you. So, Tom is definitely snow miser because hashtag no foot prisons right he he yeah. wears shorts all year and he's like the pinnacle he hates hot weather and so he's snow miser and then he and so anthony has to be heat miser because like his face gets super red when he gets really angry at Tom. <laughs> so i figure it's just a personification of anthony of angry anthony we hear sometimes so so, is that what uh, they said? Tom did agree with you, and Anthony originally agreed with you, and then changed his mind 
saying that he was more like Snow Miser because he was taller than Tom and his nose was bigger. <laughs> oh, okay, so pure physical. Yeah. Uh, yes, but originally he did say that he was angry Anthony, so heat miser. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty great. <laughs> That's pretty cool that y'all you know generally uh aligned there with your answers that's that's kind of a rare thing for y'all yeah <laughs> we've had some rough recordings lately the one last night which will be airing shortly um was real rough but that usually means it's real funny that's <laughs> so. I, I i saw that on your group uh anthony posted something about uh, that we at war <laughs> pretty much <laughs> Wow. It was a little bit like Well, I'm excited. That. Yeah, those are always my favorite when there's a hardcore disagreement. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we have them from time to time. <laughs> but all in, all in good fun. All yes. in good nature, all in good fun. Oh, so. yeah, you can tell, totally tell you guys are, uh, you know, you're having a blast when you're doing it. And uh, you're just really good friends at this point. So, you know, yeah, you're we are. pretty much family, sure. I'd say. So. We are family. Yeah. We are family. Well, I, I think of you all as family. So uh, I, I imagine it's even more so for you. <laughs> We, yeah, we totally think of our awesome community of listeners as, as just little branches of this wonderful family that's happened over the course of a few years. <laughs> and you'll have your own little family too. And we're so happy to be included in your family. Well, thank you. Um, <laughs> tonight, uh, this family is talking about Cabbage Patch Kids. About three weeks ago, we had a uh, sale on uh, Cabbage Patch and we had about 200 people at the front door and we had 36 dolls. And uh, we had a near riot, so this way we decided we'd uh, have a draw and uh, be more orderly. Demand for the dolls that come complete with birth certificates and adoption papers has been fierce. All the toy shops and department stores in the city are sold out. Some have waiting lists with as many as 300 names. Others won't take names because they don't expect any more shipments. So what, are your, what is your experience with Cabbage Patch Kids, first off? So... 1980. Okay, so was it 83 when they were such a big deal in the stores? It'd 83. Be the 83 Christmas season. That was, right? yes, that was their, their pinnacle, 83. Yeah. Okay, so I was born in 82. So by the time Christmas of 83 rolled around, I wanted me a Cabbage Patch Kid doll. Nice. And so my mom had to call the store and get an appointment. <laughs> <laughs> had to show up at a specific time yep. and they gave her two choices. One of them had a pink dress and long hair and freckles, I do mm -hmm. believe. And the other one was one of those newborn cabbage patches. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. With a yellow dress on. And I looked at both of them and I picked the newborn and it was like my lovey nice. for years upon years upon years. So oh, wow. I have all the love for cabbage patch. Um, but I have all the love for my cabbage patch. Like just <laughs> I mine. Under I understand. Yeah. <laughs> I never got any other ones. I, 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 <laughs> I watched the, the Christmas special we'll be talking about in a bit. And I made the face I probably make when I watch a lot of 80s stuff that I vaguely remember, you yeah. know, not the stuff I loved in the 80s, but stuff right. I was like, I think I saw that. And it's a real interesting story cabbage patches it really is i mean there's <laughs> you, so much controversy over these dolls that i didn't expect um yeah and i i had a vague i mean i kind of remember hearing some things but it wasn't until i really started you know looking at it again that it reminded me yeah. i mean just how yikes it all was you know yeah 
<laughs> there could be a true Hollywood story on Cabbage Patch Kids. Again. There should be. Yes, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did side. have a Cabbage Patch Kid, um, but I got it the same year that I started collecting um, like He-Man and G.I. Joe. So oh, it sure. wasn't really one of my favorites. I mean, by that point, I was already three. Um, and my brother, though, uh, who was like one and a half or so, he loved his. And I remember, the, funnily enough, I remember the name of his doll. I don't remember mine at all, but uh, his, <laughs> his name was Toby Brooks. Mine was um, something, I don't know, but he had like a greenish, bluish um, overalls that were really cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. And they had like that white shirt with the collar underneath, the yes, shirt they sleeves. Did. And <laughs> the Toby little Brooks, cap. sounds like a country Western singer. Right. Toby really, yeah. What do you get when you cross uh, Toby Keith and Garth Brooks? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Green overalls and a nice Peter Pan collar. That's yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, David's um, Toby Brooks. He had. Uh, I think his was a yellow, like a little yellow jumper. Um, yeah. So and and it was kind of like corduroy. I think you know that um, yeah. you know kind of had those little pleats or whatever it is like corduroy does um yeah. but i remember he his was the same way he loved his um you know to death he, he loved that thing and yeah i i think i sold mine uh, or i let my mom donate it so that uh, yeah. they could raise money for like a sick friend of hers um oh. but it's okay because you know i still have my he-man so. <laughs> there you go right well so interesting question did your okay. brother ever play with his Cabbage Patch doll or did he just like tote it around and sleep with it and just like, you know, cause there are toys you shove under your arm and you keep with you. And you just kind of keep, yeah. Mm -hmm. And there are toys you play with. And I was totally into She-Ra and like, I would play nice. with She-Ra and I yeah. would play with my Barbies, but I never played with my Cabbage Patch kid. I don't recall him doing that either. I think uh, it was very much just kind of with him and he'd sleep with yeah. him and, you know, bring, okay. you know, bring him around but I, I really don't think it was that kind of play with yeah it wasn't I've never like, seen a kid play with a cabbage patch kid. yeah I, and uh we bought some for my daughter when uh, well mm -hmm. my brother bought some for my daughter when she was born and um and then we bought some of the smaller ones that uh, came out a few years ago that are uh -huh. only like maybe seven or eight inches tall and uh -huh. and she yeah not really into it but she's she's big into like mm -hmm. winnie the pooh so um mm. i think that always just took precedence over anything else yeah, but. Sure. <laughs> um <laughs> but yeah so cabbage patch kids they have like a crazy history they were um originally started in the 70s uh 78's like their official starting date and they were called the little people and mm -hmm. they were uh, done by an art student named xavier roberts uh which is the name of the the boy that takes care of them in yes. uh in the special that we're going to talk about in a bit um, yes. <laughs> but apparently Mr. Roberts kind of copied the idea or was heavily inspired, we'll say, uh, by, um, from another That's lady. Generous. That, yeah. <laughs> I, I try to be as generous as I can on this show. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so, um, there was a whole lawsuit involved and, uh, they ended up selling, you know, settling out of court. Um, but I, and I don't know the details of all that. Uh, I, I'm really intrigued to know what uh, the settlement was, but uh, you oh, know, yes. I'm sure that's something that probably won't ever be <laughs> revealed. Um, 
probably not. You know, like how much of a percentage did, is she getting or something like that? But uh. yeah, yeah, I would love to know that also. I mean, they're they're very very similar, very 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 similar. yes yes they really are, um, and but yeah, so in '81 they really started gaining popularity. They were still at that time made all of out of all cloth, mm -hmm. um, and then in '82 he sold them to the Colico company and they started you know producing them and they started doing the plastic or the vinyl type head yep you know the one that like hurts you when it when it falls on yes your foot. it does <laughs> it will really it'll clock you <laughs> yes <laughs> yes i i don't remember much about my cabbage patch but i do remember dropping it and uh it it hurt quite a bit <laughs> but yeah so so it really took off from there and um and that's like you were saying 83 was when they were like such a phenomenon that people were waiting you know waiting like three to four hours in line uh, there's like a famous there picture. were riots yeah riots it, in stores for these things it's it's still considered the best-selling new doll of all time mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. so crazy um and it spawned i mean all sorts of things uh you know they not only the dolls but you know various merchandise that mm -hmm. i mean it, it really was a phenomenon but mm -hmm. I tell you, the thing I don't remember is that that backstory about, you know, the bunny bees and then they pollinate the cabbages yeah. with like magic crystals. And <laughs> I did not remember, yeah, remember that's, that's that either. Something wholly, totally different. Um, but yeah. apparently they're located in Georgia. Yes. And that's another detail that I did not recall at all. I yes. mean, it's so funny uh, when preparing for this episode, I, you know, I, I was doing all this research and it was completely different from the others. Cause when I was doing like GI Joe and He-Man and, and all that other stuff, I mean, I knew all that stuff, you know? Right. Right. <laughs> this one, I, you lived it. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's so funny. Cause you know, as you know, and, and as most of the uh, people that know me and some of your listeners as well know, I'm, I'm definitely a comic book geek. Uh, mm -hmm. you know big time uh, sci-fi fantasy nerd kind of guy and uh, I mean I just I know that stuff and this I cannot for the life of me recall <laughs> so I'm, I'm gonna be trying my best during this and it'll be a lot easier when we get to the Christmas special I think but <laughs> there you go yeah well it's funny you know when you grow up um, and you start to get rid of some of your kids stuff right and some mm -hmm. stuff's really hard to get rid of i still yeah. i still have my shira stuff it's at my mom's house like i'm nice. not getting rid of my shira stuff right you yeah. keep stuff for your kids and then you keep stuff because it's sentimental um my cabbage patch is something i never gave away nice. and even her birth certificate oh so yeah. that's the only reason i know the georgia part is because there's the birth certificate inside of the box when you get your cabbage patch and you're supposed yeah. to sign it and you take this pledge to take care of him forever and it's signed by xavier and it says in there something about georgia and i just always remember i feel like when we would take road trips and we'd go through georgia i'd be like this is where the cabbage patch came from. <laughs> that's yeah where they're grown they're grown in the state and I never yeah. thought about how weird it is that they're grown in the ground. And I never, it never occurred to me that, and the fact that he signs the butts of all of these Cabbage Patch dolls. And is, I remember that, that did perplex me. Yeah, a little bit because Lily, I named her, I don't know what her birth name was, but I named her Lily. Nice. Um, but her rear end was signed, and I always thought that was odd. I'm like, why did you sign your rear end? It's permanent forever. Why would he do that? Which makes the 
cartoon a little uncomfortable, yeah. by the way. <laughs> yes. So, mm. <laughs> Oh, man. So apparently the stork that's in charge of them, Colonel Casey, oversees their, I don't know if it's their delivery or, or whatever, but he kind of oversees them over at Babyland General Hospital, which is in Georgia, mm-hmm. like we were saying. And I guess in most of their animated adventures, he's the narrator as well. So he kind of like bookends the whole story you know he's the framing device i guess if you will and Mm -hmm. um he i mean it's so weird because you know that they're these kids that i guess they're just supposed to look like cute little babies you know but uh they're born in the ground so yeah you got to get your head around that (laughs) but then there's like an anthropomorphic you know stork that (laughs) in the story as well um and then in that special that we're uh you know that we'll be hitting on there's a talking weasel and a talking like jackrabbit i <laughs> yeah i'm confused <laughs> the world they live in is just so strange and i i want to like i want to visit you know like i wanted to live there just to <laughs> see what else is going to come up <laughs> yeah but, but yeah so in 85 they came out with this christmas special um the cabbage patch kids uh, first christmas and it is a doozy of a special they are bees they are crystals <laughs> And there's the kids. Hello, kids. The young boy is Xavier Roberts. He happened on the Cabbage Patch one day by accident. And him and me are the kids' only friends from the outside world. Uh, It's so saccharine and, you know, like cloyingly sweet. But in, in a way... You know, it's also real innocent, and I actually kind of enjoyed it um, when I didn't think too hard about it. <laughs> That's the trick. <laughs> That's the one you don't overanalyze. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was, I don't, I don't remember watching this ever. I honestly don't either. Uh, and okay. I, I remember most specials and stuff from the 80s, but this one, uh, I mean, it definitely escaped me. Yeah, I would have. I would have remembered. Um yeah. <laughs> so, okay, so the special, basically, uh, the long story short of it is um, the Cabbage Patch Kids, or they learn about the Christmas spirit, and they mistake it for an actual thing, and right. so they decide to go to the city to try to find it. I, I guess that's like the, the nutshell yep. version. <laughs> that's it. That's it in a nutshell. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's a really short special. It's only about, what, like 23, 24 minutes long. Yeah. Uh, but the thing that struck me is that there's two sets of villains in it and they're almost exactly the same. I don't know if you noticed that. So were they different? They were different. Yes. Well, I mean, I mean, <laughs> but are they different people? Yes. I, I, I looked it up and, and that's what, what really perplexed me. So the story starts off, you know, they're at home They're, or I guess it's in the cabbage patch. I, I don't, I don't really know. Yeah, it's, in their little cabin by the patch. Yeah, where they behind all like live. a waterfall and all <laughs> all sorts of craziness. Yeah. <laughs> and yes. uh, a- Xavier Roberts is there and he's telling them about Christmas and um you know they're they're talking about what they're going to do and and he mentions the Christmas spirit. And everyone comes to the city to see the Christmas spirit in the air. Wow! Oh, boy! Wow! Wow! Oh, boy. Wow! Well, I better be getting home to help trim the tree. I'll be back tomorrow. Bye, kids. Bye, Colonel Casey. 
Don't forget what I said about the Christmas spirit. And so their leader, Otis Lee, is like, well, let's, you know, hey, let's go find out. And um, the stork, Colonel Casey, you know, he, he warns them. You've never been to the city before, kids. Be careful. And right away, they, as they're getting past their little waterfall exit, <laughs> it's so crazy just to think about it. <laughs> they're, they're, atta- they're pretty much attacked by this old lady named Lavender McDade. And then mm-hmm. that's when the, the anthropomorphic weasel and jackrabbit, uh, Bow Weasel and, um, and uh, Cabbage Jack, they yes. uh, try to catch them because they can't fit in their mine. Like they're, they're yeah. you know, I mean, use yeah. some dynamite. <laughs> or, yeah, I, I mean, yeah, she wants these little kids to go down in the mine holes so they can <laughs> get the stuff out of the mine. Yep. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a very specific need she's meet, needing, and I don't know why she wants to fill it with tiny humans, right? When she could just, in fact, I mean, that weasel is designed to live in, in teeny tiny small holes. Yeah, by yeah, the way. exactly. So, yeah. like, why couldn't if he weaseled down there? And I don't know. Very I guess, confused. I guess he was too that. big. He's. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's like her son or something at this point. She doesn't want to endanger her son. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I just know that, like, they try to snatch them, and of course, shenanigans ensue, and they fall all over themselves, and the kids end up hiding in a tree that gets chopped down to be taken to the city and sold and <laughs> right. you know i love those those kind of really convenient plot devices you know <laughs> oh yeah totally convenient that's yeah. the tree they run up against and nobody is injured in the falling of it's a gigantic tree by the way it's huge like i don't know so, like what they're going to use well it done. for but <laughs> town i mean it's the middle of a town tree i'm assuming it's, it's, it's like literally be. the biggest tree on the planet yeah or like a clark griswold <laughs> tree or something but <laughs> that's right <laughs> <laughs> Is there enough room for the angel? No, but, um, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it's, yeah, it's just, it's so convenient. But so they, they get to the city and immediately they notice another old lady whose name is Bertha. So it's, it's a different lady and she has two, uh, two sidekicks that uh, I don't remember their name, but, but uh, essentially they're like the cabbage jack and the bow weasel of the city they look just like them they look just and and one of the kids even calls it out on him saying like hey that he lady looks does. just like lavender <laughs> excuse me lady where can we find the christmas spirit beat it brat that lady looks like lavender and the men look like bow weasel and cabbage jack well at least we know that the christmas spirit can't be one of them but, but no, they're it, definitely different people. They're definitely different people, yeah. Okay, I was thinking like the magical waterfall that they walk through that separates like their their land from reality. Like somehow, I don't know. I, I thought they were just the same people. The, that's so confusing. That's what I thought at first. And I was like, oh, that's a pretty cool disguise for... Uh, you know, for the weasel and yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, I had questions. I'm like, oh, do they always look like humans to non-cabbage people? Maybe that. Or, uh, see that. That's know. an interesting story. I'd like to see that. You know, that would um, yeah, right. Where they should have unpacked that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. and these bad guys <laughs> just want them because they they want money. Money. Right? These people yeah. want money. So you kids, you go get me, steal me money. <laughs> Pretty find much. Find the wallet yeah. and give me the wallet with money. So. Yeah. Okay. So here it is. It's Bertha, Gus, and Fingers. Oh, 
Fingers, right. that's, yeah, that's like such a Fingers. generic 80s name. <laughs> it is. Reminds me of Dick Tracy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. I used to love Dick Tracy. That was like, I remember when the movie came out that with movie. Warren Beatty. Oh, yes. And Madonna. Yeah, it's so good. Yep. That was a great movie. It was I, a great I'm, movie. It's one of those I'm a little afraid to watch again. I haven't seen it in a really long time. Because <laughs> you won't like I'm it as like, much. <laughs> how great do we, it was this really? Because yeah. it was magical when I was a kid. But <laughs> And, you know, I remember seeing that with, um, of course, my brothers, my dad, and then my cousin. And he was older because um, my mom's the youngest of like six sisters. Oh, so, uh, yeah, so he was uh, married to one of the daughters of the oldest sister. So there was a quite an age difference between us. And uh, I remember after we watched it, you know, he was like, oh, that wasn't good. And, you know, us kids were like, oh, that was amazing. It was so, you know, so incredible. And <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I have a feeling if I go back and watch it, it's not going to hold up. Um, yeah. So, so just little, don't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't watch it again. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe Preserve we'll cover it. it in your mind. Maybe we'll cover it for a bonus episode or something. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good idea. You should definitely do that. Um, fingers, yeah. But yeah, so they get to the they get to the city. Uh, mm-hmm. They immediately see in this this guy, this gang, I guess you could say, and they rob yeah. someone and they're like, "Hey, have you seen the Christmas spirit?" And they're like, get out of here, scram, you know? Mm-hmm. And so they run into like this, uh, this couple, this uh, childrenless, childless couple um, mm-hmm. who saves them from like oncoming traffic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the couple makes a big deal about, um, what's her name? Louise, uh, something Louise. With the, the freckles. With the freckles, a little redhead girl. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, super cute kind of girl. Mm-hmm. And uh, she makes a big deal about how she wishes she has children. And so the husband takes out a handkerchief to, you know, to give to his wife because he's a nice guy, <laughs> but right. his wallet comes out and the kids find the wallet and they open it up and see all the money. And of course the gang sees all the money and they, <laughs> yeah, they want the money, like you said. So yeah, it's, it's so like one, two, three, you know, it is just paint by numbers kind of a thing. And uh, it is, it's a Scooby-Doo chase the rest of the episode. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I was watching and I'm like, oh, it reminds me of Scooby-Doo. Oh man, now I want to see Scooby Doo. <laughs> I loved Scooby Doo. I, I did was, too. Yeah. Age also. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Scooby Doo was was just really amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I never. I lo- I always wondered what Scooby Snacks tasted like. Honestly. Right. You know, because because Shaggy mean, and Scooby would just down them, and I thought, well, Shaggy can eat them. They must be really tasty. Yeah. Soinks. I don't know. <laughs> Shaggy would eat just about anything, though. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> no, my favorite was when they would uh, make those huge sandwiches and tie the strings on oh, them. And just <laughs> so good. Nothing looks as tasty as a sandwich in a 1980s or early 90s cartoon. I agree. Yep. I mean, I would, I would read. Um, oh, what's what's the comic book with a really long sandwich the comic strip it was a sunday strip and there was a a very long sandwich involved blondie was it blondie oh maybe maybe wasn't her husband dagwood or something that's where dagwood came from Mm -hmm. so i think it was that one and i just remember reading the strip on sunday and not caring anything about not 
caring about the strip at all, but that sandwich looks <laughs> so good. <laughs> Nothing looks as good as cartoon food. Mm. Yeah, they, well, I mean, I, I guess you kind of really do have to overemphasize it, you know, to, yeah. to make it appealing or to make it at least look like the characters want it, I guess. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Right. <laughs> but, oh, man. Yeah, good times. But anyway, um, so they, um, they're running away from the gang and they get to an orphanage. Mm -hmm. And that's where they meet Jenny, the little, another little freckled redheaded girl, a little bit older mm -hmm. than them, uh, who, and this is the part I didn't quite get. She says she, you know, all the other kids were like spending Christmas with some families to see if they'll be adopted. So I guess it's maybe like a foster thing until they right until they're adopted i guess but she didn't want to i mean she said she didn't want to because she's different and she didn't think she'd be adopted right okay i'm different from other kids all kids are different sure she's different from me and he's different from me being different what makes every kid special so i think it's just her probably what i got and she was a little older also yeah. like yeah. she's not little little i imagine i got the sense that she's been disappointed before mm. and it hurts too much to be disappointed yeah so she's not gonna do that this year and put herself in that place because she had a brace on one of her legs she did yeah so she thinks she's just not good enough and mm -hmm. she was adorable and she was yeah i felt bad for her and it was sad. It got real at that moment. <laughs> it's oh it's my, super dang it. <laughs> my my <laughs> kids. So serious. I watched this with my children, and they just like turned to me and looked like, "What's wrong?" I'm like, "Uh, she's got the Christmas blues." <laughs> I didn't know how oh, to gosh. like tell them. I, I didn't want to like get into it with them. You know, it was like right. two in the afternoon. Oh. I thought, okay, no, let's just uh, <laughs> let's avoid this right now. <laughs> There's some unexpected heavy moments in this one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, even the child, you know, the childless couple, it's like, I thought going into the city would take my mind off of, you know, having yeah, an empty and home. And I thought, wow, okay. She breaks down right there in the street. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. It got pretty serious. It really did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I don't recall, again, I'm not the huge, the biggest Cabbage Patch fan, so, but I don't recall them being like that intense, you know? I thought they were just kind of like, either. just like a my buddy kind of guy, you know, you take it with you and... <laughs> Yeah. It and that's about it <laughs> that's right yeah but yeah so they meet jenny she they at first they think that she's with the family because they they right. hear her through the door and you know she's talking and she, but she's just pretending and so they they burst in the right. room and they they discover yeah she's just imagining playing with like parents and family and decorating a tree and it's actually like a coat rack with blankets and coats and stuff and hats yeah. all thrown on and I was like, like super bummed at that point. I mean, yeah, it, that yeah. was a total downer. Yeah, it it got me. But it was. but then they're like, you know, oh, but you know, every kid is special because we're different, you know. And uh, yeah, so I was like, oh, that's, that's a good message. Okay, we'll we'll go from it there. Is. And so and I, then I there made, was a song. And there was a there, song, right. of course. Yeah. Some of us big kids and some of us small. Some kids are shorter. Girl and each boy and this Everybody's Christmas together we'll 
original song. And no. I mean, you know, you're, you're a musician, you, you know, you know music. Right. It was one of those, you start to hear it and you're like, this sounds like something I've heard before. Yes. But then yeah. as soon as it's over, you're like, I can't remember how that went <laughs> at all. <laughs> yes, exactly. It was very Annie-ish, but like not in a memorable Annie way, just yeah. in a, you know, kids singing Annie way. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, I mean, it has to be a song in it. It's a Christmas TV mm-hmm. special. There has to be at there least one song. There has to be, song. yeah. And there yeah. were some Christmas songs in it as well, them singing some Christmas carols, which was mm-hmm. nice. That was, yeah. It set the mood. Yeah, I mean... I don't know if it's the most Christmas special I've ever seen, but it definitely beats out uh, the life and adventures of Santa Claus that I did with Anthony the other night. Uh, that one is crazy. <laughs> I mean, it's, That's it's a Rankin like, Bass, right? It is. It was their last like, you know, puppetry uh, and a magic style one. Okay. And it, it, I mean, even for us who love Rankin Bass, it was, uh, it, it was rough. So, oh um, no, I'm sorry. So when you guys get to it, uh, I can't wait to, <laughs> I can't wait to hear that episode. <laughs> yeah, this one does not feel Christmassy. Not really. I mean, no. it really doesn't. Because mm-hmm. you start off with them not even fully understanding the Christmas stuff. Like they talk yeah. about putting lights on the turkey. and On the turkey, yeah. You know, yeah, it's foreign to them. And so that immediately doesn't feel Christmassy. And then you've got this little girl and it's just nothing looks even Christmassy much in the yeah. special. Yeah, so, it's very... Uh, that's a bit of a bummer when Christmassy special isn't very Christmassy for me. But. Yeah. Well, that's like, uh, I know that was kind of Tom's issue with uh, Emmett Otter as well. Yeah. Uh, on y'all's show. See, yeah. I'm full of exceptions because <laughs> I really loved Emmett <laughs> Otter. It's really not very Christmassy. I, I grew up with Emmett <laughs> Otter and I, it was always a Christmas special to me you know and then I went back and saw it and and it's like oh yeah I guess it's it's kind of a Christmas special but you know it's still to me it it still is so (laughs) I can't nostalgia is pretty powerful yeah I mean well it's it it really is basically just like the gift of the magi you know uh essentially but yeah so this one just uh kind of like that one just doesn't really feel Christmassy it's 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 very superficial you know like the the Christmas stuff and Mm -hmm. uh, and I, wa- I had the feeling that they really just wanted to push the everybody's different, but that makes a special message more. Yes. Like, like I, I think, think that so was too. that was more important than the Christmas feels of it all. Mm-hmm. And that's cool. I mean, it's a good message for Cabbage Patch. There's so many different kinds for every yeah. kid. And so it fit. Yeah, it did. It really did. Uh, mm-hmm. But it, like you said, it was kind of a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was downer. It was a bummer. Um, <laughs> So they, they kind of, they take her tree and they go into like the playroom and, and they help her decorate it up. And, you know, mm-hmm. that's when, that's all during the musical number, uh, the forgettable number. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, they, they kind of cheer, cheer her up and then they, they mention, oh yeah, well, there's this couple that wants children that we ran into. So let's go show her you. Cause you kind of look the same as um, Paula Louise and, um, you know, maybe you know, they liked her, they wanted her, so hey, maybe they'll want you instead, which that's is, right. that's like a crazy premise, right? A I little mean, bit, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'm glad it's it not just It is kind me. of kids' rationale, though. It really, so. yes, it really is. But, like, I could see Yeah, my, when you watch it later, you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Like, like, I could see my seven-year-old saying that, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, as an adult, you're like, oh, oh, wait, hold on, what? 
you know, that kind of a thing. Um, yeah. But they notice that they don't want to go out the same way they came in, which I think was through mm -hmm. a window, because the mm -hmm. gang is after them. But of course, because the window is open, the gang overhears and, you know, that they're going to sneak out the back. And so they catch them in the back and uh, they do that typical, you know, villain they uh, bully thing where they turn them upside down and like shake them to shake them and like <laughs> ev all the things come out of their pockets yes like how much can their pockets fit because like stuff just kept coming out of their pockets well not just the wallet but i was like hey, <laughs> well not just that but i remember clothes in the 80s and they were tight you know nothing's coming right. out of those pockets <laughs> no loose clothes no. for kids that age in the 80s no yeah yeah no it was tight and it was corduroy like yes. you said yep. it doesn't stretch it's yep. like you're not fitting that stuff in your pockets kids there's no way <laughs> right and if even if you could <laughs> it's not coming out by no. shaking <laughs> no it's not it was it was really funny just watching them like literally turn them upside down and just yep. start shaking <laughs> it was like kind of funny actually it's not supposed to be but that's pretty yeah funny. but it's you know it's it's like that typical school bully type thing where they you know give yes. you your lunch money and so they turn you upside down and <laughs> so, absolutely of course they don't find the wallet they get all frustrated and um mm -hmm. and then the kids manage to get away mm -hmm. <laughs> now uh okay this is where i forget i think they run into like the park right yes and, and they yeah they like spend the night under the bridge or something uh, yeah that sounds right that passes see. very quickly at this point i mean like it's almost the very end Right. Oh, well, actually, uh, I guess actually after they escape before that, they go to that hotel the couple stay, were staying at first, don't they? And they see the nice lady and the man. Yes. Yes. Um, um, they get chased around a bit by not just the robbers, but also the hotel people. Yes, the, the concierge and all those yep. guys. And it's like the Prince Hotel. And the so Prince, they also yeah. kind of get this in their mind that the nice lady and the, you know, that it's like, like Prince. Like their royalty, royalty. Yeah. Right. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> and you have Home more Scooby-Doo chasing. It is. It is very Home Alone too. It is. I wonder if that's where they got the idea from. Well, I'm going to start spreading not. that around. No, I'm, I'm, um, it's like Home Alone 2 ripped off Cabbage Patch Kids. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, but, uh, but yeah, so uh, of course they catch them. They don't get to see the, the folks. Uh, and then the mm -hmm. gang catches up with them. And then that's when they run into the... Yes. When they run into the park. Okay. Okay. And the robbers do get the wallet. I can't remember how they get the wallet at some point, but they're like immediately caught and arrested. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the minute they get it. Yes. <laughs> so, so it's like. I had to rewind yeah. this part because I wasn't sure. But um, uh, so the, the kids are asleep and the, 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 the robbers are there and they literally just lift up the kid's uh, helmet, you know, because he, he had stashed it under his helmet. Uh, right. The, the leader, Otis Lee. He's, he's like the only name that I really know. But. Um, <laughs> So he was sleeping on it, and the robber says, Thieves always keep their money under the pillow. And that's, that's like one little throwaway line that, like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's some interesting okay. logic, but I guess it worked. Uh, and that's how she finds the wall. <laughs> so, oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, they, they, like, try to convince them to steal for them, and they're going to, like, take Jenny. And then, yes, the cops 
that are just driving by the black and white. They uh, right. They say, hey, that looks like the kid that's missing from the orphanage. And hey, that's the mm-hmm. gang that we've been looking for is the pickpockets we've been looking for. And then bam, like you said, they're caught. Yep. <laughs> so, just like that. Yep. It's, <laughs> that's exactly how it happens in real life, guys, all the time. <laughs> 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 oh boy uh so again i mean and i get it it's you know it's like a 20 minute thing you gotta you gotta resolve everything quickly but i mean that's quick that's that's quick you know, that's real quick <laughs> it's super quick even for you know something like that but um <laughs> so they uh they try to find the the lady again they go back to the hotel and they see them and you know they they show them jenny and they say yeah why not let's you know, let's adopt her, and then they decide they want to take Paula Louise, too. I'm glad you got a mom and dad, Jenny. I wish we could both have the same mom and dad. Then we'd really be sisters. Maybe we could. That's a wonderful idea. Then we'll have a house full of freckles. This will be our happiest Christmas ever. I always wondered what it'd be like to have a mom and dad. Is it okay with you if I go? Sure. It's just that we'll miss you. So we're unhappy for us, but we're also happy for you, aren't we? Yay! She, this is like the saddest line of like the whole thing where um, the little boy, uh, Otis Lee, is like, you know, yeah, we're, we're sad for us, but we're happy for you. No, so it was sad. <laughs> it's a little sad. It really is. Uh, the Cabbage Patch Kids' first Christmas, brought to you by Kmart, the place for all the good things that make Christmas dreams come true. Kmart, we've got it, and we've got it good. There's a place where Christmas dreams come true. The Kmart Toy Store. Look inside and see what we've got. All the great new toys you and your kids will love a lot. We've got cars and trucks and helicopters. That should come as no surprise. And dolls and phones and board games for kids of every size. With Hasbro, Bradley, Mattel, Kenner, Fisher-Price, and Ideal, all the makers you've come to trust, we've been stocking up with a big Christmas rush. But before any of those toys make it to the shelf, we give them something very nice. We pick them up and give them a low, low Kmart price. Christmas dreams can come true. It certainly happened before. And there's a place that makes the dreams real easy on you. The Kmart Toy Store. I got a feeling I'm going to get something really good this Christmas. Kmart, we've got it done. We've got it good. We now return with the Cabbage Patch Kids Christmas. And, and I know they try to end it on like a high note, you know, all the rest of the gang are back and, and they're right. their actual turkey and, you know. They find out what the Christmas spirit actually is. Exactly. You know, you yep, got to so bring they, it all together. Um, they did that. But um, it is, it's kind of a downer a little bit. It, it really is. Uh, That's, I spiraled a little bit and I'm like, oh my gosh. And I started thinking of all these shelves <laughs> full of Cabbage Patch Kids. And when one gets bought at the store, all of the others are like, oh, no. hi, Jenny, we love you. I was like, oh gosh. I feel kind of responsible now for taking Lily all those years ago. <laughs> 
Oh yeah, it was. It's heavy. It's a heavy special. It really yes. It's it's much more uh much more deep than I I thought it was gonna be. Um, yeah. You know and and yeah, like I said, they they try to to lighten it up by saying, oh well, I guess we had the Christmas spirit after all, you know. And the Christmas spirit right. is when what what do they say when like you're when you're making someone happy or something like that yeah that's what xavier says xavier yeah and um, And you're making somebody else happy and they're like oh okay i get it and (laughs) then that's it that's the end and you know the the crane kind of gives a little wrap up or not crane the stork uh colonel he gives a little wrap up and and like that's the whole special and (laughs) you know it's it (laughs) when you think about it not before he doesn't give his wrap up until what's the the girl with the freckles what was not her it was the other girl with the blonde braids oh yeah uh i don't know i don't know any of their names i can't remember her name either (laughs) but he doesn't give his wrap up until she pulls the turkey out of the oven and then says would you like some colonel casey and i'm like (laughs) oh dear god please say no he's like no kids i've gotta go and i'm like that's probably a good thing because that's a bird and so are you cannibalism (laughs) yes i had forgotten about that (laughs) (laughs) oh man it's terrible oh gosh yes um yeah i remember yeah when when she said that and i just my eyes just you know we're just I mean they're popping out of my head I know and I'm sure my kids didn't get it at all but no yeah kids are just like well that was nice he's offering him turkey you know she's offering him turkey that's super sweet oh, no man. kids that's cannibalism yeah yeah no sorry <laughs> let's talk about the let's talk about the walking dead here no um <laughs> it's just it was yeah it, it was a it was a strange special and like on one level it was like really sweet and and you know and I liked it but then I came to my senses and it's like okay no this is kind of this is it's kind of depressing it's, it's kind of sad and it's definitely bonkers like next level <laughs> so, next level bonkers yeah 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 it was just it was bananas so I uh yeah. <laughs> it's definitely not going to be added to my Christmas canon I'll tell you that no no there's definitely no way i regret i did not watch it with my kids i think i might just have to just do to that <laughs> just to see their reaction because my teenagers probably will have a lot to say about it <laughs> have one of these how weird is that yeah for real <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, that's right you because uh you have a student in band right uh, um, i have two band students two bands okay. yeah what do they I play do. by the way so my freshman is a clarinet player and my eighth grader okay. is a horn player, just like I was. Nice. Right yeah. On. So I get, I get a woodwind and a brass and I'm pretty sure cool. my eight-year-old will be a percussionist someday <laughs> and almost guarantee it. He suits the personality. To yeah. The oh no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just like my clarinet player and my French horn player. Do. Gotcha. Yeah. Funny how they always sort. It's like sorting into Harry Potter houses. Yes, when you're, uh, it really is. Uh, I was I was a high school band director for a, a couple of years, so I mm-hmm. I understand. Yes, it's. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't ever see the special coming out on like Blu-ray or anything like that. No. It's uh, I, I think it's going to be one of those just that lives on forever on like YouTube <laughs> kind yes, of thing. Absolutely, and yep. I think I'm okay it's with totally that. One of those. Um, I, yeah. I am ex- anxious uh, 
you know, I'm really, really curious to see uh, if you cover it on your show, uh, what Tom and oh, Anthony we might would say have about to it. Do that. <laughs> Just for the snark that yes. would ensue. Oh, I, I think it would be absolutely worth it. Yes, I can't wait. <laughs> I'll have to add it to the list. <laughs> Patreon, Patreon episode. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, it, it was definitely something. And um, for being so short and, and so heavy, uh, it's also, it's pretty forgettable. And mm -hmm. Which is kind of sad to say. I hate saying that about any Christmas special. Um, yeah. I mean, you can say that about many of the Hallmark movies because uh, you've seen one of them. You've pretty much seen all of them. Absolutely. But, um, although I still love those. But uh, this one. They have I just, the ambiance that's missing from. Yeah, like I, think, I think you're right. I think that's what it yeah. is. It's just, it's just not Christmassy enough. Nope, it's just not. <laughs> yeah, which is a shame. But. It is a shame. <laughs> it really made me want to go back and watch some of some of the '80s cartoons I loved. You know, yeah. like with Scooby Doo. Like it made me want to go. You know, watch better ones, <laughs> just because the look. You know, the colors of '80s cartoons are always the same. It's yeah. the same color scheme, which just makes me feel happy. Yeah. You know, it feels like a Saturday morning. Yes. And it feels like cereal. I just, I mean, I don't, I don't know how to express it other than that, but. No, no. I, I like mean, you're exactly bacon. right. It, uh, and you know, because it wasn't like the best quality on YouTube either, it kind of mm -hmm. reminded me of like those old, you know, tube TVs that, uh, yeah. you know, is this not the best uh, picture quality, but uh, mm -hmm. I mean, especially ours, because when I grew up, um, our TV, uh, and I ended up inheriting it when my parents got a new one, but it, uh, I mean, you had to like let it warm up for a few minutes before it would actually yeah. like, start to work, and so oh, it yeah. kind of reminded me of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. It would kind of fade in a little yes. bit. Yes, yes, exactly. And then it would be there, and you'd be like, yes, now we're All right, I got rolling. it. Yeah, you, yeah, if you want to watch a show, you got to turn in like a little early, you know. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> So yeah, I, I, I completely agree. There was a huge like nostalgia for the era, not mm -hmm. necessarily the subject matter. Right. <laughs> Definitely <know>. not. <laughs> yeah, uh, I've been blessed uh, that, you know, last week I got to, um, I got to see He-Man and talk He-Man and She-Ra with Tom. And then I got to talk G.I. Joe with Todd as well earlier. So, um, you know, I'm kind of going through all those. Uh, Michael yeah. Crystalman and I talked mask, uh, but I'm still working on that episode. Uh, <laughs> we, yeah. We had some technical <laughs> issues. So, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah, it's, I've been pretty, uh, pretty stoked that I get to like relive all these, you know, all these oh, yeah. cartoons that, that were so cool. <laughs> yes. So cool. Yeah. And it, it's just, it's so funny how you become so tied to that stuff, yes. you know, that it can immediately take you back. Oh yeah. Um, being in quarantine and all that stuff, we've, with all of the kids at home, we've established like a new routine, right? Yes. And so part of our new routine is when 10 o'clock hits, we turn on the prices right because my eight-year-old really likes it. And by then he's got most, most of his schoolwork done and nice. party really likes it. And it's good background noise. Yeah. But there is nothing quite like the price is right. Oh, because man. I grew up watching it with my brother. He's seven yep. years older than I am. Oh, and okay. the colors and the sounds of that show, like immediately bring me back to childhood. As well. Oh yeah. The, the theme song, it's, it's a, that's an iconic theme song. You know, it and it's, it's so different from what we hear in this special. Um, but I, I mean, whenever I was sick, you know, I, I, 
same thing. I just, I'd love to just stay home or during the summers, you know, you yeah. get up, uh, not super early, but you know, you play a little bit, maybe play some video games or go outside and play. And then at 10 o'clock, yeah, you'd come in and watch The Price is Right with Bob Barker. Right. And, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so good. And he always had And if that, it was uh, a Plinko day. Oh, oh I loved Plinko. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Although were I, you about to mention his microphone? I was, yeah. His, yeah, uh, you were. <laughs> that, that nice, long, thin <laughs> mic of his. <laughs> uh, it's, it's so classic, you know. It's, it it's just one of those images that you don't forget. Yep. Really, Absolutely. it's just, it's so iconic, you know, like uh, Alex Trebek's mustache. You know, That's right. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's seeing him without it is so, it's just as strange as like when Bob Barker uh, came out in uh, like a movie, you know, and it just, he wasn't in his suit and he was, didn't have the long microphone. It just, it was right. so odd. <laughs> so man, yeah, it, it's, I don't know, but anyway, <laughs> so a um, couple of facts about Cabbage Patch Kids that I thought were interesting um, in 1985, Christopher Xavier was the first Cabbage Patch Kid to uh, go abo aboard a space shuttle mission. So that was kind of cool. And he now lives at the Smithsonian in Washington. Uh, the Cabbage Patch Kids were also uh, the mascots for the U.S. Olympic team in 1992 for the Barcelona Games. And I actually I, did remember that one. <laughs> I did too. And it's just wild, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. And uh, I was... <laughs> I was looking at the pictures earlier and their uh the hairstyle is totally like 92. I mean it's yes. <laughs> you know it's absolutely it's, yeah it's just they had like the fades and like the flat tops and uh, I mean it just they were rocking it. Um it was you know they really captured it you know trying to be hip mm -hmm. and trendy or whatever and at, I think at that point uh at 92 I don't remember if they were Hasbro or Mattel because um, Coleco filed for bankruptcy in 88 and um, mm -hmm. and then one of the I think Hasbro bought him first and then Mattel bought him afterwards but um, mm -hmm. and then they kind of went through several other companies through there but uh, nowadays they have a lot of this like whenever you go to Target yeah they'll have the big ones too but most of the ones are like those you know seven or eight inch size right walls, the smaller ones which right. my daughter when she was three or when she was two she loved better than the bigger ones because you know right. just easier for her to carry right well and the newborns are that size i mean they're they're not exactly that small but they're just a shade bigger than those yeah and like the full-size ones were pretty stinking big they, like were, they huge, were yeah. they would really hurt your toe when you drop their head on it though. so like my <laughs> yes. newborn one was a smaller size and it was like perfect it was the perfect shove under your armpit like most yeah. kids do with stuff they love size yes and so i've seen those small ones in the store and i'm like that makes a lot more sense than a big old honking you know yeah well and it's it's cool because it, you know they have the most of the those smaller ones are like they're dressed up as in like a you know animal costumes like you know there's mm -hmm. a zebra one and a tiger one and whatever but during christmas time they they're in like elf costumes and santa costumes and things oh, like that and uh, i'm always tempted to get one for my my one-year-old because i know she would, would probably like it and uh, uh for some reason i still haven't just i just haven't done it yet you know yeah i, I keep saying okay uh, next time next time i'll do it and, uh, <laughs> so i think this now that she kind of will know a little bit more because her birthday is like uh, on the 30th of december so it's right after christmas she'll be oh. two um, so I think she'll be at that age where it's like, 
perfect you know let's, yeah let's get her one of those but. i mean based on me and your brother it sounds like that's the perfect age to get them <laughs> yes so <laughs> um yeah cabbage patch kids i mean they're the thing that i remember most about them is that garbage pale kids ripped them off that, yes that, that was like my like my biggest memory of them and i loved garbage pale i mean i was a little boy so of yeah. course who didn't sure I, I loved garbage pale kids they were like my right favorite uh you know and they had because they were the really gross ones which you know funny but then then there right. were like really cool ones like uh the the barbarian kind of conan type guy and like the the guy that looked mm -hmm. like rambo and you know the mm -hmm. robot that was like a transformer i mean those are like really cool so i i remember and it was at right after they lost that uh lawsuit because of course xavier roberts which <laughs> it's funny he, he went through this whole, you know, hey, you, you yeah. know, I stole your idea. Let me settle out of court. And then he went on right. to sue the creators of Garbage Pail Kids. Uh, right. <laughs> copyright infringement <laughs> there, too. Um, and so they ended up, before anything could, I guess, was final, they changed, like, the logo so it wasn't the same anymore. Uh, mm -hmm. And then they changed the look slightly. And I remember it was, like, series seven or eight when it happened. And you could see the difference. I mean, it just... Really? They didn't look the same anymore. Yeah. And I remember yeah. kind of not liking them after that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So that's kind of a testament to like the Cabbage Patch style and look, you know, uh, yeah. like how much they it appealed is. even to me who didn't really like them. Uh, but I liked the way they were utilized in these, you know, crazy, grotesque, <laughs> humorous cards. <laughs> uh, it's, you know, Those things were traded like, like, black market in yes. my elementary school you remember that like somebody would have one you hadn't seen and like my mom hated those for obvious reasons but... so did my mom yeah but my dad yeah was... and he didn't care. did he like them? <laughs> he let us get him. <laughs> did he get a kick out of them? he did i remember like we'd go to kb to uh, do you remember kb toy store yes i remember <laughs> kb toy store so we'd go to kb toys and um you know whenever we'd like on payday or something and as we were checking out they would have the garbage pail kids right there by mm -hmm. the end of the counter it was like when you know one of those impulse buys and so we would convince our dad to get us some. Um... <laughs> oh my god! So he would usually get us each a pack of cards, and uh, if we had duplicates, we'd trade amongst ourselves. And of course, like you said, sometimes yeah. with our friends. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. My mom, same thing. She she was grossed out by them. She did not like them. Yeah, some of them like really scared me when I was younger. There were a few like, grossed yeah. me out and scared me, and I remember being like, "No, that's nothing like my Cabbage Patch at home." And <laughs> Like having to calm myself down <laughs> it was really pretty horrifying but I it remember, was funny I remember seeing him around school and being like oh yeah Pale kid dude yeah <laughs> you'd put it you'd put it in your backpack and then like during recess you'd take it out and like hey yes. you know, like, check these out look I got the new one that's ones. right <laughs> I know it's so innocent I love yeah. it <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh man yeah definitely like you said black market <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> definitely had a black market feel to him. <laughs> yeah, those are yeah. That's that's like my biggest memory of quote unquote Cabbage Patch Kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, Cabbage Patch Kids—they're just—they're one of those things that their face and their—they're just their design is just—it's so memorable, so iconic, and it really mm -hmm. does bring it. Even me, like I wasn't a huge fan, but I see it and it brings a huge smile to my face. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So they, I mean, they've been on everything. They've been on uh, on stamps. 
they have mm-hmm. like their their own physical babyland general hospital place um mm-hmm. it's actually there in georgia uh and i i mean it's, to this day people like 250,000 or more people show up every year yeah i mean that just blows my mind i i <laughs> I, I can't even you know it's like they really haven't been like a huge thing and still you know people just take their kids there and they'll, they'll go and they'll adopt you know they'll adopt their their cabbage patch mm-hmm. baby so yeah. that's so cool <laughs> it's really something it really is <laughs> but yeah they have twins oh the in 83 i believe there were quintuplets that were born you know quote unquote oh. born, and someone paid five thousand dollars to purchase those quintuplets and that's oh like gosh. at the high, and you know, at this point, they're probably worth like ridiculous amounts. Uh, so oh, absolutely. It's definitely an investment, but uh, just that's at their height. They, I mean, they dominated the toy biz. Yeah. So, I mean, that's yep. just so cool. And of course they, a lot of kids got them for Christmas. I know that's when, uh, that's when my brother got his and I got mine mm-hmm. uh, that I kind of pushed away but <laughs> <laughs> bad timing mom <laughs> yeah yeah like come on no what are you doing but yeah just something about them uh, they're just they're so warm and you know mm-hmm. fuzzy and cuddly and just, mm-hmm. yeah those definitely give me the feels yes and while this I special mean, didn't uh those they really did <laughs> yes i totally agree <laughs> so uh i have to ask what is your, if you could pinpoint one, what would you say would be your hap hap happiest moment uh, with your Cabbage Patch doll? I can't, I, I have a hard time parsing it in, into one moment yep. because my childhood exists with Lily. Mm-hmm. So she was just always there. And we lost a dog at some point in there. And I remember, oh, I'm sorry. you know, Lily being my refuge a little bit right it was i could sleep with her every night and i had Mm -hmm. something i could squeeze and love on and i i joke that every year i lose a year of memory and i really feel like i do and (laughs) so i'm like (laughs) i'm like at about eighth grade now i mean where it's it's rough but i i vividly remember moments from childhood and they're almost always tethered to you know cartoons like we talked about shows or lily nice so I can't pick one. I don't remember the moment I got her. I just don't remember ever not having her. Right on. Okay. Well, I honestly don't remember uh, mine, but I would say that my happiest moment would be uh, my brother, um, just in general, him and his love for his, because I remember he took Toby Brooks everywhere. So um, that would probably be my, and that's my brother, David, (laughs) the the middle child now. (laughs) Um, But yeah, anyway, so this is uh, what I like to, I think it's time to move on to my favorite part of the, uh, of the show, which is uh, gag me with the spoon segment. (laughs) So this is where we do our best impressions of our least favorite part. (laughs) In this case, we'll be covering the the Cabbage Patch uh, first Christmas. So it, as the guest, I'll, I'll let you go first, just kind of set up the scene for us. And then uh, let's hear your, uh, <laughs> your best okay. worst impression. So I feel kind of bad about this, but <laughs> it's just, it's the part that just, I, 
I don't know. It was a lot. We talked about how dramatic it was in moments. And so when the kids are in the city and they see the nice lady and the nice man for the first time, and they're like, they're on the street and the, this couple just saw them Mm -hmm. for the first time ever. And she gets really morose about it. And that's what makes me feel kind of bad is because (laughs) like, I feel bad for her, but it's like the way it was done. She, she looks at her husband. Her voice was perfect for an '80s mother voice. By the way, can it I just really say that was. in a cartoon? Yes, it reminded me of I don't know it. I don't know what specific, but I was like, that's definitely an '80s mom voice. Kind of an '80s soap opera mom voice. <laughs> yeah. But it was like she's sitting there, and and it was just so dramatic. Oh, honey, I thought coming to the city would make this easier, but it's just so hard. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was excellent <laughs> it's gonna be way and better i feel than... bad <laughs> like i felt kind of terrible that that i was like the most horrible part to me <laughs> what's yours now i so, I, I so mine uh and this is gonna be I mean, yours is gonna be way better than mine uh, the part that i thought was the worst uh was when they see the those thieves and they point out like they get so meta they're like hey that looks just like the other thieves that tried to grab us and it's like the worst dialogue whatever everything so uh this is the um, the kids i don't remember which one says it so it, it was two of them and uh oh man okay lord help me um that lady looks like lavender and the man looked like bo weasel and cabbage jack <laughs> Bravo, bravo. Oh, I like that one. Your falsetto is impressive. (laughs) Oh, well, and my allergies are killing me uh, today. The pollen count's super high, so um, it could have been better, but uh, um, I will leave it up to you listeners now to um, vote for which one of us has the the best worst impression, and the winner will get a... um, (laughs) I always want to say tis a podcast. No, uh, the winner will get a totally rad Christmas sticker, unless I win, in which case I get nothing. (laughs) Oh, I hope I win. I really want a new sticker for my laptop. (laughs) There there you go. So uh, you can feel free to vote for Julia if you really want her to have a sticker. (laughs) Yeah, guys, I really need, need that sticker. (laughs) um oh man but um before we get into this last thing you you are right she had like the perfect like 80s mom cartoon voice which is funny because the old ladies i mean they reminded me of like female gargamel you know it was like that that super scratchy like for some reason the older folks in these 80s cartoons always had like like scratchy voices you know it's just yeah i don't don't know (laughs) They just can't do an old person voice or like they just, they have to overemphasize it, uh, you know, yeah. to get the point. But uh. <laughs> that is so funny though, because hers was equally familiar. Like I've, yeah. I've heard that voice before. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. It, but anyway, so um, now I guess, uh, you know, the Joes, the, the GI Joes, they taught us that uh, knowing is half the battle. Um, Julia, what would you say is the other half of the battle? Well, see, if, if knowing is half the battle, then the other half the battle is running in place for three seconds while your legs spin around in a circle and then going forward. <laughs> That's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's better than mine. Mine was um, make sure you look exactly like a, a girl that you find so that you'll both be adopted together. <laughs> oh, gosh. 
<laughs> oh man yeah i mean oh poor jenny or whatever her name was jenny yeah yeah <laughs> she, and, she got lucky is it is it bad that when she came out and they said her name was jenny all i could think of was like eight six seven five three oh nine it's like oh man yeah <laughs> i think i love the 80s a lot <laughs> <laughs> i see no problem with this yeah right on <laughs> And that's why we like you. That's why you're the uh, you're everyone's favorite elf. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you're never going to escape that. I had to bring it up again. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it's funny you brought that up because when I was talking to Anthony the other night, he mm -hmm. said, hey, you're recording with Jerry later this week, right? And I'm like, I am. And he's like, let me tell you something kind of funny because he said, I think he was intimidated to ask you to come onto the podcast. And I'm like, why? I'm like the nicest one of the three of you guys. <laughs> and he's like, I don't know. He, he said that he thinks it's because like you and Anthony and Tom have a whole lot of um, like mixed circles, you know, like on one of those circle graphs. Where yeah. Yeah. TV fans and comics and all of that stuff. And so I, I know I'm not as cool as they are, but <laughs> you're cool. you're, you're, no, I'm you're, you're really cool. glad you invited me. <laughs> well, and no, and it's not intimidated. It was more like, I just didn't feel like we had that relationship yet. And sure. so, so sure. Uh, it was more like, you know, totally understand. a little more uncomfortable Anthony, than anything else. But, uh, but so. as soon as he said, you should ask her, I thought, you know what? I'm going to, I think, you know, that I, I will. So, and I'm glad you came. It was a lot of fun <laughs> talking about this, Happy. this weird, <laughs> weird Christmas special and, <laughs> just reminiscing just about the 80s in kids. general <laughs> so i'm i'm glad you came totally red hi welcome back to another segment of chatting with the littles i'm here with little number one my eldest daughter who's almost eight <laughs> how are you doing today good <laughs> and she wanted to say a little something about her cabbage patch do you remember your cabbage patch kid yvette magnolia yvette magnolia yeah but what did you call her eve eve and and uh, what was your favorite part about her? That she comes with a flower in her hair and she has a lollipop. Oh, the lollipop. Yeah, it was a really cool lollipop, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you remember any of Daddy's Garbage Pail Kids? Ew. <laughs> so, so, yes, that means yes, right? You remember them. You didn't like them, huh? No. You like your Cabbage Patch Kids much better? Yes. Why? Because they're sweet and they smell good. They're sweet and smell good. And Garbage Pail Kids don't? No, they stink. <laughs> That's probably true. Some, especially some of those that living trash cans and things like that, huh? Ew. <laughs> like Oscar the Grouch. Oh no, not fun, huh? All right. Well, thanks for chatting with us, and I hope you and Eve enjoy. Yvette. Yvette. Yes. Okay. My mistake. We now return to our regularly scheduled program. Totally red. You have anything you want to plug? Uh, well, thank you for inviting me. I'm really, really, really enjoying your podcast. Um, it's so much fun to listen to. It brings me right back to the 80s. I was not a G.I. Joe fan, and your G.I. Joe episode with Todd was like the most <laughs> fun thing I listened to all week long, and it oh, made nice. me want to go get some G.I. Joe figures, especially <laughs> Snake Eyes, that whole thing about them running out of money, and he, so interesting. So Thank you for inviting me on your podcast. It's fun to be a part of these first few episodes for you. It's magical. Um, but 
that leads back to Tis the Podcast. So yes. we met Jerry through Tis the Podcast. So we don't just love Tis the Podcast for what we do together as Tom and Anthony and I, but we love it for the community as well. So <clears throat> we would love for you to come join us. If you've never heard of Tis the Podcast, you can find us anywhere you get your podcasts and we just review movies. We do an episode a week and we go through the good, the bad, and the ugly uh, Christmas movies and TV specials. And we just have a lot of fun talking. So we'd love for you to check us out. Yes, you definitely should. They have a, a great Facebook group that uh, is just super active. Uh, I mean, there's new stuff posted like every couple of hours and sometimes quicker. <laughs> and it's always, <laughs> it's just, it's always so funny. If you're getting the Christmas blues, it's, it's a great resource. So yeah, check them out, give them good reviews on iTunes. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I, I think you get a sticker for that too. So. <laughs> Absolutely. You get a sticker for that. <laughs> so with that being said, uh, let me just say that uh, the Christmas spirit's a feeling you get when you're making someone else happy such as finding us uh, as always on our social media pages facebook twitter instagram and our website coming soon later dudes so what did you want to say i have a challenge for us a challenge what kind of challenge a challenge to make a cabbage patch christmas long sleeve shirt oh that seems pretty interesting you can show it to us on <laughs> facebook twitter and instagram yeah that's a good challenge. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing those. Later, dudes! <laughs> the Cabbage Patch Kids' First Christmas, brought to you by Kmart, the place for all the good things that make Christmas dreams come true. Kmart, we've got it, and we've got it good. Tomorrow, it's a super Saturday of great fun and adventure with the mighty Orbots, Turbo Teen, and Dragon's Lair. Plus, catch the Yuletide spirit with Scooby-Doo as he cooks up a batch of holiday surprises all tomorrow morning on ABC. Now, stay tuned for Webster next. <laughs>